Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 8440. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of Today, Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville, and I, I asked all around here, and I checked, and I found out it is 100% a great day to buy a car, apparently. Also, they have a very unique um, opportunity for someone who's the right buyer. They have a uh, Corvette here that is one of the very few in the country that are available, and it is getting sold today. There are people who have... I've been trying to get a hold of this thing. So if you are in the market for a Corvette, you better get out of here today. If you're in the market for a good deal on any other kind of vehicle that Guadney has, well, by golly, you should probably get out of here today as well. So we're going to be here till 1. They're here all weekend selling cars. And, uh, again, even if you just want to come and take a peek at this bad boy, you're not going to see another one anytime soon. Red leather interior. This beautiful kind of, I call it pearl white, but apparently there's other names for it. Um, but it is spectacular. It sounds like the people bidding on this uh, Corvette mm-hmm. are from out of state. Yeah, mostly. We got one from Texas. We got one from Memphis. Yeah. It'd be a shame for a car this beautiful to leave the borders. I'm with you, 100%. Yeah. We need somebody from inside the state to come on out and get it. No doubt. No doubt. So we, uh, we're we going to talk some sports. We're going to talk some car deals. We've had James on a few times this week talking about what's happening, and so he will update us on all that and get you into the middle of, uh, into the middle of June and... Talk about what kind of financing options they have, all those things. And I know he's got a bunch of vehicles coming in, too, that are being delivered here in the near future. They've got a bunch ordered. So, anyway, it's a good day, obviously, to uh, be out here at Guatney. And we hope that uh, you can come by here at some point this weekend. So we just got some breaking news, I guess, moments ago for those who have uh, been waiting. We've been talking about it some. And the NBA has stepped in and doled out their punishment to John Morant, and it's going to be 25 games for his conduct that they call reckless and irresponsible. So um, we knew something was going to come down. 25 games is significant, but I don't think necessarily excessive, and I thought it would be somewhere between I thought somewhere between 15 and 25 was fair. Some people were calling for half a season, and that is uh, shy of that, but still that would be impactful, obviously, on Memphis's chances of being Highly competitive next year, I would think, even though, as Christian pointed out, they played okay without him last year. I think it's uh, the number we set when we were talking about this uh, originally. I think the over-under was 25. I think we nailed it, honestly. Um, and he's suspended without paying. It's going to be about $10 million. Adam Silver's press release says also, quote, prior to his return to play, John Morant will be required to formulate and fulfill a program with the league that directly addresses the circumstances that led to him to repeat the destructive behavior. So they want to make sure that he does something to get right while he's out. It's not like he's addicted to, to drugs. This is just, He may be addicted to being a dum-dum with guns. guns, though. Yeah. And that kills other people, not just yourself. Well, that's not the point. My point is... You can't fix stupid, and if you're a reckless person, I don't, I don't think any amount of this is going to help. But we'll see. I hope it does. I don't think he needs a 25-game suspension to, to be told this is idiotic behavior and it can't continue. Well, he's so, already been told that. Yeah, I know. And it didn't work. I know. So now you take away what he loves. They already took away what he loves once. I don't think it's going to make any difference. Well, 25 games is a lot more than eight. Last night. I don't remember. That's what I was just thinking. Five or ten? It was eight. Okay. Well, somewhere in there. <laughs> With six times anyway. served, so... Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to make any difference. I mean, he's either going to decide to do it or not. The 25 games is going to have no impact to me on what he decides to so do. So then you wouldn't not suspend him all and just say, hey, don't do that again? I didn't say that. Well, that's why I'm asking you. No. What would you have said? What no, I think, I think this is probably what the NBA had to do. I'm just saying I don't think the suspension is going to have any impact on him, honestly, in that regard. 
Um, they, he knew as soon as the video got out that he was so in trouble. So they should have suspended him for more. Would that have an impact? No. I don't think so. Again, Nothing is going to have an impact. No, I think you got to choose to do something different. I mean, again, this is I don't think the, the, the behavior is going to change because of the punishment. That's my point. I don't think you're getting what I'm trying to say. I'm not no. making myself clear. No. He has so to want to change himself. To That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. He's got to make the choice. It's not the, the amount of the, the suspension is not is not going to have an impact, I don't think. So, anyway, if it was 10 games, 5 games, 25 games, 50 games, 80 games, no, that's my point. I don't think it would be any different. If he chooses to do it and quit acting stupid and quit playing around with guns and quit having his idiot friends on social media while he's got a gun in his hand, and honestly, let's be honest, that's really what it's about. If he didn't have social media involved with either one of these incidents, Mm -mm. he wouldn't have been suspended either time. That's not what it's about. What it's about is he's got a gun waving it in a car. No. Again, we're not on the same page. Today. Let's try to get on the same page. It's only it's only like ten minutes into the show. Let's try to get on the same page. Try to try to hear what I'm saying instead of just thinking what you're thinking. My point is, nobody would have ever known about it. You're right. I agree with you. Okay. Nobody would have ever known about it if the social media part of it had not been out. And that is the way it goes today. How many kids have done things in high school that we all did, but people found out because about about it because of social media, and they got in trouble because of social media. Same thing in college kids. Same things, you know, in a lot of other areas. People have gotten themselves in trouble because of social media. It's not like the behavior is significantly different. And I'm not again. I'm not condoning what he's doing. My point is. If it wasn't for social media, nobody would have known the difference. Right. Except for maybe the person that was driving next to him saw him flashing a gun and thought, oh, God, he's got a gun, and start shooting. Uh, it's not the, it's <laughs> not the point uh, that he got caught doing it. It's the point he did it. Yeah. That's the, that's the whole issue. It's like, oh, he got caught. No, he did it. He did it. He yeah. had a gun in the car, and he's waving it around. You don't do that. Yeah. Just because you got caught does. Well, you're acting like. It's not like he was pointing at a, a fellow motorist. It doesn't matter. Either. Poor kid it, it locally got shot and killed with a, a, in a circumstance very similar. Gun in a car, waving it around, goes off, bam, he's dead. I thought he was trying to, to load it or unload it. No, it was his friend was trying to clean it. Clean it. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're not splitting hairs at all today. Are we going to split hairs the whole show or just for the first segment? I, I just. I don't like this at all. What I, do you I want don't. him to do? Not play with guns. Well, what does that have to do with anything? You don't like the suspension? No, I don't like his behavior. No, I don't like his behavior either. But I'm, again, I don't think it he's, needs to be fixed. Yeah, I don't. Again, whatever. Okay, Trish, you got anything else on this? You want to weigh in? No, I'm good. Okay, thank God. All right. Um, why don't you talk about the U.S. Open then, Wes? And I'll see if I can just let you have it. Wow, How about that, that, that was freaking that. awesome yesterday. I know a lot of people were upset because they went eight under par, and it was the lowest scoring first round in history of a U.S. Open. Um, no, I don't guess anyone ended up shooting an 80 unless it happened late last night after I turned it off. Uh, but I, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed watching golfers play well under some difficult situation. Not typical U.S. Open uh, course. I thought the fairways were maybe too wide. Uh, the rough is very penalizing. Uh, you hit it in the rough, you got to chop it out, or you try to hit it and, and hope that it stays around the green. The rough around the green is it's almost impossible to get up and down. I just I think they messed up with the A, the weather conditions. They didn't predict that. The greens were soft and the balls were holding, and so you could hit the green, keep the ball in the green, and have some good putts. And then I think the fairways are too wide for this course. They were bombing it and uh, hitting a lot of fairways. Dustin Johnson hit every single fairway yesterday. Now, that's one of the reasons why he shot six under par, but Dustin Johnson hitting every single fairway, that tells me, A, he, a, he was striping the ball, but B, that I think uh, they could have come in and made the fairways a little uh, narrower. They're going to make some changes or try to make some changes. They can't, they're not going to be able to make the greens too much harder because the forecast for the L.A. area continues to be a little bit of rain to keep the greens moist and the ground soft. Uh, but what they'll do is put the pins in some more difficult places where it's going to be harder to, to make birdie. You're going to have to roll in some bombs to do it. But, look, I'm sitting there at 9 o'clock last night watching golf in prime time. And I absolutely loved it. I can't wait for more of that tonight, tomorrow, and then again on Sunday for the final round. It, it got me thinking, man, I wish I wish we had this more often. Prime time golf, that, that mattered. If you want to join us today, 661-1037, come on with it. We will be here until 1 again at Guatney Chevrolet. You can hit us up on the first Arkansas Vega Trust text line, same number. And we, I just had somebody send me some Adam Silver sound. Um... And we uh, also will take phone calls, 661-1037, if you want to hit us up today to talk about anything 
going on. And uh, we will welcome you in. 62 yesterday, the magic number. First time it's happened in the U.S. Open. And obviously a real rarity. And it was an uh, interesting day. And I liked uh, somebody's tweet yesterday. It was, you know, very, it is very indicative of golf, even at the highest level. Rory hit a drive over 350 yards yesterday. He also hit one that didn't go anywhere. And it was a tough break on 18. But the difference between PGA golfers and the average golfer, I guess 382 actually was the number, uh, is that Rory then hit his second shot out on the green and made the putt, where most people would have been so freaked out that they would have probably chipped it way over the green just to make sure they got out of the deep rough and then not made the putt coming back. So pretty impressive stuff from Rory, I thought, even though the little misstep there late in his round at the end. So kudos to him for uh, the mental fortitude to come back and uh, say bogey, pretty impressive stuff. Made an excellent pot for, for bogey. Uh, 16, 17, 18 is going to be difficult. Uh, three of the toughest holes uh, and three of the longest holes uh, in majors history, and there's not a par five in there. It's three par fours, and when you add up the yardage, it's the three longest finishing holes ever in a U.S. Open. Pretty incredible. So what you're going to have is anybody that comes down the 16, 17, 18 on Sunday, and gets a birdie in two pars, they're going to have a good chance to finish it off with a win. Uh, we've got champs and chumps coming up a little bit later. Tom Murphy will join us in the 11 o'clock hour. And, uh, again, you're welcome to join us at any time today, in fact, if you are interested in such. Um, Austin Reeves having a good week, even though the Lakers season ended earlier than he wanted it to. The 25-year-old, and, again, those who flip <laughs> out about who interacts with whom when it comes to internationals. 25-year-old signed a multi-year contract with Chinese brand Rigorer that could reach over seven figures per year. And they ain't going to like this one. This, what's that? I said they ain't going to like this one. No, the, uh, the embed with the Chinese, but some people don't really care as long as it's good for the I don't NBA brand. What? I, I don't care. You, you don't care what, that he's in, involved with the Chinese company? No. Yeah, me good either. for him. The AR1, it's called. So Austin uh, talked about it this week. He says, if you would have told me I'd have a signature shoe at 18, I'd have looked at you and called you a liar. Honestly, I'm blessed to play basketball for a living, and I just have to pinch myself sometimes to really understand what's going on. I wonder how long this contract is, because I'd like to think that at some point there might be a, uh, a company that is based in the U.S., even though most of the shoes are actually created in Asia. If he eventually uh, gets to a Model like 15, to he may have some issues. Yeah, well, we gotta got to <laughs> stop short of that, I guess, right? Is AR for Arkansas? For Austin Reeves. Ah. Yeah. It could be. <laughs> could be. Uh, is this shoe worn by anybody else, Christian? Have you ever heard of this shoe? No, I have not. There's a few other companies, like Dwayne Wade was with uh, Li Ning, I believe, which was a Chinese, and I think there's another one, but I can't remember what it's called. There's no league or team shoe, like, official situation, right? Like, you have to have this shoe if you're on this team sort of thing? No. Like they do in college. Everybody's a free agent to whatever shoe they want to wear. Okay. That's the one thing of the uniform that's not uniform? Right. Okay. Is this a good deal? I imagine he's not getting a seven-figure deal from any American company, so probably is. What what a Christian? What do shoe contract deals go for for you know above average players? Well, I mean, if we're talking about guys like Zion, I mean, they're making a ridiculous amount of money out off their shoes before, like as soon as he came in the league. And we saw the deal with Air and LeBron. Uh, I would say if he's making seven figures, I mean, he's obviously not making as much as somebody that's with Nike, Adidas, or Jordan, but. He's probably not going to ever be with Nike, Adidas, or Jordan. Or, he's not now, at least. Yeah. What do you have to do to get to that level? There's got to be guys that are not the most high-profile players that are... Sure. ...that have got deals, shoe deals. You probably need to make... a signature shoe. ...like an all-star game. But also, I mean, it comes with how hyped you are coming into the league. Like, you know, DeAndre Ayton, he, he came into the league. He was the number one overall pick. He's got to deal with Puma. It was probably pretty lucrative. Uh, Marvin Bagley was the second overall pick. Or the... Yeah, he was the second overall pick. He had to deal with Puma. Because he was hyped. Austin Reeves didn't have that hype coming in, so he's got to kind of build it for himself. Sure. I didn't know Puma made basketball shoes, I guess. I probably should know that. There's a few guys there signed to Puma. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Got a couple things here. BG in the Spa City. 
Um, said, kind of reminds me of the Pulp Fiction scene where John Travolta shoots the kid in the car. Poor Marvin. He uh, never saw it coming. This says, the hypocrisy of sports fans knows no bounds. Sometimes, because everyone gets up in arms about living the Saudis, but everyone's fine with Chinese agreements, even though their human rights violations are nearly as horrific as the Saudis. This isn't a shot at Christian, just saying he was okay with the deal, by the way. Just got him thinking. Well, no, I, I didn't think have a problem point. with Liv either. That's the thing. I don't care. This says, uh, I've got to give Christian credit. This is from the 501. He's loyal and he stands up for what he believes. Way to go, Christian. You rule. Uh, this from the 870. Oh, really, Justin? Want to bash the lib but not the Chinese? Awesome for AR, though. He deserves it. I think we just equated the two. Yeah. I think it's all the same deal. I think we've th- talked about this a lot. I think if you look yeah, deep enough... wasn't so much... Go ahead. Go. If you look deep enough in all these sports organizations, especially ones that have you know international pool like basketball or golf they're probably doing some stuff in shady countries like golf already had a a tour in china nobody was talking about that but they already had one not yeah. to, to speak for you but for the most part the, the the disappointment was that the players the way they said it you know if they had just come out and said look i'm getting paid a ton of money i'm taking this i can't turn this down it wasn't so much about where the money was coming from it was just the way the the players handled it Call the World Series starts today. Christian, what do we got for our uh, QOD today? Our question of the day is, who do you think wins the College World Series? You got Wake Forest, you got Florida, LSU, or you can comment other. And what are the, uh, any early returns? Early returns. Other was leading, but I'm not sure we got any comments off of it. It was TCU. Looks like Other and Wake Forest are the same right now. Wake Forest and Other at 36% early in the voting here. So Yeah, we got a few TCU comments. Yeah, I think a lot of people are rooting for TCU. By the way, we're watching a uh, promotional video be shot here next to us. Is Grant going to come uh, on with Grant. us today? Uh, who? Grant. I hope so. He's, he's in a uh, wife beater and shorts and a blonde wig. I'm not sure what. Oh, the that's his the alter ego. I've seen him a few times. Yeah, he's uh, he's arm wrestling, and it's quite a scene. <laughs> this is going to be very uh, very distracting, but that's okay. I'm sure it won't go on the whole show. Uh, John just released a statement and said, "I've had time to reflect, and I realize how much hurt I have caused <laughs> to himself." I want to apologize to the NBA, the Grizzlies, my teammates, the city of Memphis, to Adam Silver, Zach Kleiman, and Robert Para, who gave me the opportunity to be a professional athlete, have supported me. I'm sorry for the harm I've done. To the kids who look up to me, I'm sorry I'm failing you as a role model. I promise I'm going to be better. To all my sponsors, I'm going to be better, representative of our brands and all of our fans. I'm going to make it up to you. I promise I'm spending the offseason and my suspension continue to work on my mental health and decision making. I'm also going to be training so that I'm ready to go when I get back on the court. I know my teammates are going to hold it down and I'm sorry. I won't be out there with you at the beginning of the season. I hope you'll give me the chance to prove to you over time I'm a better man than what I've been showing to you. Perfectly written. Mm-hmm. By whom? By his team. Okay. Hopefully he some of that came from his heart yeah. and they put it in uh, a great statement. Chris, I may send you this clip. People are talking about this Adam Silver clip. I haven't seen it yet, but people are talking either. about it. from It was from a, it was before game four, so it was a while back. I just didn't see it. He was on Dan Patrick. I assume talking about the jaw deal. But oh, I may have actually uh, seen that one. Have you seen the uh, yeah. other NBA news? Uh-uh. Michael Jordan is selling the Charlotte Hornets after 13 years. Oh, really? They did not win is a it, single postseason series in those 13 years. Is it worth less or more than when he was... Uh, cool. when he bought it, It's it? worth more, I would assume. Oh, that's shocking. Uh, that's good. I saw Darren Ravel tweet, I believe it was. He's going to make around or close to $3 billion. That's unreal. Yeah. Pretty good investment. You buy something, you don't do anything with it, and then you sell it. And it's, I, guess that's, uh, I guess that's like buying a house, but it's uh, that's crazy with the organization. But they don't come for, up for sale very often either, so if people want to be in the NBA game. Good for him. Good move, Mike. <laughs> this guy just uh, can't go wrong. No. Uh, this is from Kev Puma. The Patrick Ewings were a very sought-after shoe. Ethan says, Ja Morant, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, something like that. So, all right, it's 1025. We'll take a break. I'm going to try to get James on here. I don't know what he's doing. I saw him earlier. He's running around trying to make deals, I assume. 
But we'll uh, we'll see if we can get him on here in a little bit, and we will uh, find out what's happening here, other than this bizarre arm wrestling uh, deal we're watching. And then um, we'll get into, I guess we'll keep an eye on the U.S. Open scores. And it's going to take a minute probably for some people to catch the leaders. But Wyndham Clark, who was 6-under yesterday, is 1-under today and now 7-under. So he's only a stroke back, and he is through just a couple of holes. So he's got a shot, Dustin Johnson, who also had a great first day. Bogey the last is only bogey of the day. He is also on the course, so we can keep an eye on him. And some dude named Andrew Putnam, who is an American, is 1-under today. And he shot an opening round 68, so he's in the thick of things, too. Did you see Dustin Johnson's final shot on the ninth? I he, did. He was kind of aiming for uh, a little fade and aimed to the left of the green and kind of double-crossed himself, pulled it, hooked it, and it went so far left. It was in the bunker on the 18th hole. And so he had a pitch out of the bunker to the green, and the green's downhill sloped. It was a, almost an impossible shot. But he lipped out yep. for par. It would have been a heck of an up and down. All right, 1026. We're back here at Guadney after this. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Sports Center. When it comes to U.S. soccer success against Mexico, Dos Acero has been the refrain. This time it was Trace Acero. The U.S. beat Mexico 3-0 last night in the semifinal of the CONCACAF Nations League. This marks six straight games in which the U.S. is unbeaten against their rivals from the South. Christian Pulisic scored two goals. Ricardo Pepe came off the bench and scored one as well. It was a hotly contested affair at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Four red cards were handed out through the entire game. The game also ended early. There were 12 minutes of added time. It ended seven and a half minutes into that added time due to the nature of the score and the homophobic chants coming from the Mexican fans. The U.S. will now face Canada in the Nations League final on Sunday. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley, and I'll be on Drive Time Sports Weekly with Randy and Rick, presented by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. Alcoa is now serving residents in Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Apply for your next loan at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Guadney Chevrolet has redeployed. Deal Team 6. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it Truck Month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to $7,500 off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a 2009 or newer? Stack the rebate. As high as $4,250 on 2023 Silverado. Upgrade. Your family's personnel carrier to a 2023 Equinox with 2,000 off in stock units. Why shop a minefield of questionable used cars? Browse a huge selection of pristine pre owned with Guadney's Deal Team 6 today. Guadney Chevrolet, the top gun of Arkansas's Chevy dealers. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any traffic or construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey to our front door, 1301 TP White Drive. Call 501-982-2102 WatneyChevrolet.com Chevrolet, find new roads All offered with approved credit See dealer for details David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer We're the area's largest and highest rated Independent diesel repair facility For all makes and models From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair If you're tired of high dealership prices And long wait times Come see what family owned and locally operated Really means Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. It's Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. 
Welcome back in the zone. Got a question for us? Ask it live on fan feedback on our text line at 501-661-1037. Or hit us up on Twitter at JustinAkery7, at Wes underscore more, and at Weaver 1037 And we'll do our best to answer it for you. Chevrolet, encourage you to come on out and see us today. Got some great deals going on right now. Deal Team 6 is back. They're giving up to $7,500 off Silverado's in stock if you're trading in something newer than a 2009. Get $2,000 off in stocks and the uh, off uh, the 2023 Equinox, plus rates on everything new in stock as low as 6.99% financing. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. See all the deals right there. Then you can head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Still paying top dollar for some of those uh, vehicles you're driving right now. If you've got a quality car, truck, or SUV, you'll be able to pay that thing off and have some money down for a new car. And no payments for 90 days. And James just told us, in fact, uh, they may do it 120 days, no payments for some of y'all listening right now to come out today. Head on out and see us at Guatney Chevrolet. All right. Uh, yeah, come out and see us here today. We'll be here till 1. If you want to join us, 661-1037, First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Had a few of those come in already today. And Asher Record Live fan feedback. Uh, Jacob says, question of the day is about the College World Series. He says, I can't. Stan to say this, but I really feel like LSU is going to win the CWS. Well, it certainly wouldn't be the first time, and I think a lot of us probably are uh, not rooting for that, but also think there's a reasonable chance that it could happen. Hoops Coach says, while the NBA suspension for Jaw is not surprising, we have to be honest like Charles Barkley has said many times before, you're a role model whether you want to be or not, and as Pigskin would remind us from the good book, do not be deceived, bad company corrupts good morals. Yeah, He definitely needs to uh, surround himself with smarter people in addition to behaving a little bit better as well. Uh, we've got Rebecca on the line. What do you say, Rebecca? What's Good morning, happening? gentlemen. I didn't figure you'd call in until football season, considering how bad the Royals have been. But it's good to hear I, from you. I, I don't care. I've accepted my team only wins every 30 years. So it is what it yeah, is. Listen. I'm still a, you got I'm still a fan of right this. You're all good. I mean, I was, I was taught by my mom, you take the bad along with the good. You can't just be a bandwagon fan. So... But that's not why I called. I just called because I wanted to wish you, Wes, and Christian, a happy Father's Day. You know I love y'all so. I'll talk to you later. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Bye. Rebecca. Thank you. Man, Thank you. What a sweetheart. You know, I was thinking about her uh, earlier today, honestly, that we haven't heard from her in a while, and we had the story about quarterback. The Netflix series coming out featuring Patrick Mahomes, and I know she's excited to see that when it comes out July 17th. How do you know? You assume. Oh, she loves Patrick Mahomes. She sure does. She's going to be excited about this. Um, Is uh, Patrick's wife in this? Are we going to see her some? God, let's hope not. The clip I saw did not get to see Jackson? show her. Did not show him. But i got to figure they'll be in there. Netflix does such a good job of going behind the scenes, and you, you get to know these the golfers, the F1 guys, so I'm sure they'll be making appearances. Hey, James. I'd be stunned. You want to come arm wrestle me? If they, uh, if they don't make an appearance in this. Is Justin setting up an arm wrestling thing right now? Uh, yeah, well. They're shooting a video. They're shooting a commercial. You can see it, too. I'm trying to get trying James to come hang out, but he's over there working you, deals. You working? Oh, he's almost ready. We need to get a stick mic in there to him. They've already got a a car sold today, and it looks like they're about to sell a second one. See this guy right here? That's Johnny. He's about to get his arm wrestle on. Johnny is the employee of the month right there. He's old school. 15 years, I think, here at Guatney. So he's done a heck of a job for a long time. He's the man. Um, I got a note here from Bobby Joe who says, I done bought my Silverado from James Miller. He reminds me of Tony Soprano. Hmm. I don't see it, but okay. I don't know if he's ever gotten that one before. That's a new one. Uh, Rebecca says, uh, I don't know if she, is it, the question is, pick who are you picking? Oh, Rebecca says Oral Roberts is going to win it. She didn't mention that to us on the air, but that's interesting. David says, I know softball isn't a huge topic, but was wondering y'all's thoughts on Oklahoma pitcher Jordy Ball transferring to Nebraska right after winning the World Series. I know she wants to represent her home state, but dang, that's wild. Well, she's already got a ring, and I'm sure Nebraska's got plenty of NIL money. If, uh, you know, if they want to be better, at least they will. And she gets to go home, so uh, it's not crazy. It's one of those situations where, like, you already won them a ring, so you can't really be mad at the person for transferring back to their home. 
Well, they've got three pitchers that are basically interchangeable. I mean, they all had ridiculously a low ERA, so they're all really good. I think they'll be fine probably. I don't know who's graduating and all that, but she'll be. Uh, I'm sure she'll be great, and they'll be fine. And they'll probably just go out and replace her with another one. Yeah, Oklahoma can kind of do it at once. I'm not going to worry about them too much. Yeah, I'm not worried about Oklahoma losing Jordy Ball. I don't know if Nebraska's softball team's any good, but uh, Arkansas, I saw, got a transfer from Southern Miss. Mm, yeah. She was pretty good. I mean, like a 2-4 something ERA yeah. maybe. Hello, Hopi. Yeah. So, I don't know. And then I saw also, did we already talk about that yesterday, the kid from Northwest Arkansas, Bittenville. the receiver? Yeah, C.J. Brown committed to Arkansas last night. Uh, it was uh, pretty much expected he would come to Arkansas. Uh, but, man, this is a good get. He blew up as a junior. Uh, wasn't really recruited as a sophomore. I know that sounds kind of funny to say, but there are kids that, as sophomores, they already know about. Uh, but he blew up last year, 76 catches, almost 1,300 yards for Bentonville, uh, 16, 17 touchdowns. I, I can say this. Uh, I only, I, I guess I never saw him play in person, uh, but he was in our highlights just about every week coming from Bentonville. I mean, the dude was a playmaker, fast, uh, bigger receiver at 6-1. You know, not uh, you know the 6-4 type, but he's not a small, quick receiver. He's a, he's a good athlete, and I, I was excited. When he blew up and started getting some offers, uh, Vanderbilt offered, uh, Tennessee offered, I was a little worried because he didn't grow up in northwest Arkansas. He's from Cleveland and lived in Minnesota for a while, then moved to Arkansas, uh, I think, when he was like five. So he spent a lot of time here, but um, and I was glad to see Arkansas jump in and get it, uh, the commitment from him. Christian, a little bit from last night in the Major League Baseball ranks, and Shohei Otani pitched yesterday and hit another bomb. I don't know what he's got for the year, but it's plenty. 443-foot home run. He hit a he had a two-run home or two-home run game earlier in the week as well. I believe he has 21. Uh, 20, 22. 22 Ooh. last night. Yeah, uh, and they clinched the series against the West-leading. Texas Rangers. He also threw six innings to get his first victory in the past five starts and that second deck homer the opposite way. Angels win it 5-3 to three, but Texas still on top. That is the best race going on right now or I guess one of the two best races going on in the AL right now. The best race going on in all of Major League Baseball is happening in the NL Central because mediocrity loves company and that's basically what we've seen. Cubs just uh, wrapped up another win over the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday in convincing fashion. 7-2, to and here was the go-ahead last night. Line drive, base hit! Into score is half Swanson gliding into third. Bellinger races for second. And Belly's given the team the lead. It's 3-2 Cubs. Yay, Cubs. Um, the Cubs have won a couple games now, three in a row, over the Pirates, and that means that they have made up three games on the division-leading Pirates. So now the Pirates are in first at 34-33. Uh, the Brewers are second, a half game back at 500. The Reds are a game out. The Cubs are three and a half games out, and well, the Cardinals are a little bit behind that. That's my magnanimous move for the day. Hmm. The Cardinals are actually quite a bit behind that. So it's been a rough year for St. Louis fans. But uh, that is an interesting race now. The Cubs made up a few games on the Pirates, so a really good series for them. And now they get the Orioles, so things get a little bit tougher. That is a, a good team and a really good division over in the uh, AL East. Since you don't want to rub it in, I'll ask. How bad is it for the Cardinals? What's their record? 27-42. Oh, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, 391 is their win percentage. Eight games back. What is the Rangers' record right now? Rangers are currently 42-26. and 26. They're three and a half games ahead of the Astros and four and a half games ahead of the Angels. They're, they're having their first really rough stretch of the season. They're two and six now in their last eight games because they were 40 and 20. But uh, they're four and six their last ten. Well, they'd won two before they lost that. They went two and six. So, uh, Shohei, I mean, that was a, uh, a series where he put them on his back and carried them to victories, both pitching and hitting. He had some massive home runs. The one last night in the second deck opposite field. He did that earlier in the week. Uh, he he must love hitting there. They they said that's a tough ballpark to hit one out, and he's in them to the second deck, and he's making it look easy. That dude is a freak, and uh, man, the fans came out too. They were they were uh, setting attendance records for the middle of the week in the new ballpark, and uh, and they said you know it's just to see him a once in a lifetime uh, player like that and. They took the series from the Rangers. That's two in a row. Yep. Uh, I want to congratulate 
Two in a row what? Series that they've blown, oh, lost. Okay. Like, okay. I didn't think they won more than one in a row, I think, uh, for the Angels. But anyway, uh, congratulations, Summer Rochelle. I think well known to people in the golfing community around the state who was a high school star and then went on and played college golf and now is the new women's golf coach at Central Arkansas. Saw so that shared this morning. So congratulations to her. Um, there was something else that I retweeted last night that I cannot remember. What uh, there was a couple things that were kind of interesting from last night. The Rory thing was pretty hilarious. Hmm. Oh, this is one. Daniel Libet, whoever he is, I don't know who he is, but he's verified, so we'll go with him as legitimate. Three college tight end coaches will earn over a million dollars in 2023, and 33 will earn more than 300,000. That's a good gig. I don't know how hard that job is, but I, it's hard for me to believe that it garners a million-dollar payday. But good for you if you can get it. And maybe some of them have multiple roles in addition to being the tight ends coach. Maybe you're a special teams guy or something like that. Or maybe the recruiting coordinator? It could be, but I would think that's such a committed, dedicated Gosh, job at this point. They, those guys must be the – I wonder who they are. Look at he, this guy. He didn't. <laughs> he's not the, there's a kid that's in here. He's not the least bit interested in what we're doing over here, uh-uh. even though he doesn't ever probably see radio remotes ever. He is all smiles walking around this Corvette. That is the kind of reaction that this car elicits. It's not surprising. Um, Stuart Mandel. More people in the U.S. watched last year's Minnesota-Syracuse pinstripe bowl than the clinching game of the Stanley Cup. It's pretty damning for hockey fans. Christian... You uh, like to sugarcoat a bit the NBA ratings. You want to say anything about hockey? Um, no. I'll plead the fifth okay. on this one. I do like yeah, hockey, I mean, but it's not in the greatest of places. Yeah. But I do think the TNT-ESPN deal is better than whatever NBC was doing because it's just more viewable. Yeah. It, it's just not a great TV sport, I don't think. That's the problem. I think if you can go to a professional hockey game... It's a great experience. The energy is incredible, and in most of the arenas, it's a pretty good seat just about wherever you are. But it just doesn't play that well on TV, I don't think. Well, and, and when, half the more than half the country have never played hockey, so they know nothing about hockey, and they're never going to play hockey. True. You know, most of us have played a little baseball, basketball, golf, whatever sport, sport football. So you have a little bit of feel for it. Most of them haven't even skated. You know, That's much less play true. hockey. Ice skated at so least, yeah. It's hard to it's hard to get involved. When the um, well, when the Blues won the Stanley Cup, I was locked in and I was watching every game. It, it was really it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm a Blues fan, but Blues kind of have stunk the last few seasons. So. Gotcha. Yeah, back in the '90s when the uh, Dallas Stars won the Stanley Cup, I was back home living there and had gone to a couple games, and I was in, yeah, I watched every game. I mean, yeah, I was like you. It was it was awesome, but. Um, uh, there are few and far between, even in, down in the s- southern cities like Dallas and Nashville. And, you know, they have their fans. But you get outside of there in the south, there's a lot of people just, they're not going to be watching this. Uh, again, if you missed it earlier, quick NBA talk. Michael Jordan has sold the Hornets, and apparently he's going to make a huge amount of money on the sale. Good for him. The NBA has banned John Moran for 25 games for reckless conduct. And the Nuggets, who won the NBA title, celebrated in fine fashion yesterday. I was watching uh, Get Up today, and I don't know. They were like, uh, they kept talking about how drunk the celebration was. This is the drunkest celebration ever. I don't know. It just it was kind of off-putting. I mean, you saw guys like smashing beers, with no shirts on. I don't know. I mean, I want them to have a good time. It just, I don't know. And then there was a lot of there's a lot of swearing at the. And again, beer and booze and swearing do not offend me. But it just seems out of place with guys up there dropping F-bombs when there's a bunch of kids in your fan base, you know, running around out there. It just seems unnecessary. I thought it was kind of odd. I I thought it was just kind of out of character for some of you guys. Maybe not the players, the coaches. Let's just say that. Because he he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. And all of a sudden, he was up there hammered. Yeah. Well, they were in Denver. I mean, they could have been smoking pot instead. That's true, but there, no, there were guys. I mean, there was video of guys smashing, you know, two beers at a time. And again, yeah, all, I'm the last person to complain about people having a good time. It's obviously a celebration. You should have a great time. I just, I mean, the language was a little bit off-putting. I thought for that kind of situation with all the kids around. Yeah, I mean, so you talk like that to your buddies in the bar while you're watching the championship. That's one thing, but you're on a microphone in front of thousands and thousands of people, and you're, you know, dropping f bombs. I don't know. It just seemed kind of odd to me. I don't think it's that rare, though. Like when go back to when the Blues won it, and I was watching the parade. Uh, 
Jordan Bennington, our goalie at that time, said the F word multiple times when he was on the mic. And I mean, people get hyped up. It. I think the kids well, will be for okay. A, for an image conscious league, watching your champions driving around getting wasted and uh, guys up there dropping f bombs may not be part of the image either. I'm not well, saying you should ban them 25 games. But at I least they weren't flashing real. guns when they were on it. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, we're splitting hairs here. I mean, we're talking about two different things completely. I admit that nobody ever got uh, got killed by somebody dropping an f bomb on a microphone. But it's if you're worried about your league uh, reputation and image, I mean, I think those are things that also are part of the deal. So uh, here was Jokic, who I will give him credit. He came all the way around. What a 180 for him. He didn't want to be at the parade because he wanted to go home and play with his horses. But apparently, he was happy to be there yesterday. Uh... You know that I, I told that uh, I don't want to stay on parade, but I f- want to stay on parade. This is the time. That I f- yeah, this, is, this is amazing. So he was happy to be there. That's good. Glad he stayed. Yeah. I got your million dollar tight ends Tony Elliott, Clemson. Coaches, yeah. Yeah. Tony Elliott. Tony Elliott. Tony Elliott was the co offensive coordinator for a long time, too. Is he not still? Makes most of his money coordinating Clemson's offense, and the only reason he coaches tight ends in the first place is because Dabo Sweeney replaced Danny Pierman, Clemson's tight end coach, uh, with C.J. Spiller. So that, that's kind of misleading, I would say. Yeah, he's Kevin, an offensive coordinator who happens to coach tight ends. Kevin Wilson, $1.2 million. What does Kevin Wilson do? Offensive coordinator. Yeah. Jeff Wilson, University of Texas, makes $1 million. He is the Jeff co- Banks. Jeff Banks, thank you. He is the co-coordinator and special teams coordinator and assistant head coach, so he has multiple roles also. These guys are not tight end coaches. That is an ancillary role to their main role, which is coordinator. Brian Ferentz is on your list. Yeah. I mean, this is nonsense. Yeah. Okay, thanks for looking at that. you got to move way on down to $500,000. Ted Gilmore, Michigan State, 500000 That's all he does. Tiny. Okay. All these other guys above him are either offensive coordinator or a co-coordinator, special teams coordinator, assistant head coach. That makes a lot more sense. James Coley, Texas A&M. All he does is coach tight ends. $450,000. I think that was a little misleading. That's very misleading. Yeah. It's a dumb tweet. Um, Steve says on First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, if they had been smoking pot, they probably would have kept their mouth shut. <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. David says, hockey is great, my friends, and I played growing up. Well, David, you're in the minority. Are you um, from here, though? Was... You're probably from up north somewhere. Yeah, there are people from here that played hockey growing up, too, I'm sure, but you're right. It's not very common. Is David from St. Louis? I don't remember know. David. I th- his conversation. I don't think celebrating a championship was being held in a church. You win a championship and see how you act. Says Will Pig Whistler. I mean, we were pretty hyped about winning that, that uh, dodgeball tournament. We were pretty hyped about that. Yeah. I don't think What's we dropped any F-bombs, though. Yeah, I mean, not not in the microphone in front of kids. I mean, I don't know. I just try to be cognizant of that. I don't know. It's not a huge deal. I'm not going to lose sleep over it, but I just thought it was a lot. Uh, a couple things from Lee here on the Asherberger Life and Feedback, then we'll take our time out. Dana White absolutely trashed the NHL and its marketing team. Terrible how they do the regular season schedule with games. Christian um, Barbashev and... Pietrangelo. Petrangelo, yeah. Alex Petrangelo. From the Stanley Cup Blues, we're on this year's Vegas team. Anxious mm-hmm. to see how their parade in Vegas will be tomorrow. Now, there's a place where you can get away with murder. Almost literally. Uh, he also says the U.S. Open coverage is low-grade dog food, so many commercials, and terrible commentary. Brooks's putter was on and saved him, but he couldn't hit an iron for poop. Hmm. Such language, Lee. Think he will show up today, usually after a not great round the next day, usually shows out. Cardinals suck, need to sell off, build the bullpen, and get with the times. Okay. That's a very honest take by old Lee right there. Uh, Brooks uh, is one under after uh, just getting started, so he's, he's making the. He hung in there yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's, he's exactly right. He, he could have shot himself out of the tournament yesterday. I'll tell you what. I love Rory, you know this, but I would love to see Ricky Fowler hold on and win this thing somehow. That'd be pretty cool. There's a guy who is uh, overdue. They said, what was it, four or six, I think, top five finishes in majors and four in one year, mm-hmm. and hasn't really scratched one since. So it'll be pretty neat. It's going to be tough to keep up that pace, obviously. But the good news is I doubt he'll have to shoot 462s to win the U.S. Open. 
Yeah, uh, both of these guys, Ricky and, and uh, Xander Shoffley, have been around the top of the leaderboard of majors and just haven't gotten it done. And they're they've gone from when are they going to win one? You know how or how quickly will they win one? To well, they ever win one? So it's kind of cool to see both of them on the leaderboard. Would you take Fowler and Shoffley or the field? Uh, the field, me too. Yeah, I don't have faith in them with Rory and Dustin Johnson. Finals up, you know, kind of trying to make a move today. Uh, Scheffler's right there at three under. I don't have faith. Ten fifty. We're behind. We'll get back in a sec. Try to get James on. Stay with us. We're at Guadagni Chevrolet in Jacksonville, and for now, the Corvette remains. The deals will last beyond today. Corvette will not. We'll return after this. Hey, I'm Joseph Pena with the Arkansas basketball team. Great news. Bell & Sword & Conway has everything for dad. Belts, cufflinks, wallets, colognes, cool and colorful happy socks, U of A and UCA polos, swim trunks, sport coats, shirts, summer slacks, and shorts. Remember, Bell & Sword is the only men's store in central Arkansas with Taylor on staff. Bell & Sword, 1016 Oak Street in Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Get Dad something he actually wants for Father's Day with a Brewskies gift card. It's the perfect gift for the guy who's got everything. The spending amount is customizable, and they don't expire so Dad can use it anytime. Save it for the next big game, use it out for lunch downtown, or maybe drinks before a concert. Just stop by Brewskies and tell your bartender or server that you're getting Dad the best Father's Day gift ever. And they'll set you up with a Brewskies gift card. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. At Big O Tires, we've got the latest technology to keep your vehicle running better than ever. I mean, don't call yourself a tire store if you can't do alignments. You extend the life of your tires by keeping them properly aligned. And at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, we offer complimentary alignment checks. Brakes? Yep, we do that too. And just ask for your free shuttle service so you don't have to sit around and wait. And you thought we just did tires. Tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quaddy Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. And don't wait for AI to go haywire, because it's already here. This month, Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guatney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated to Guatney for Buick, Guatney for GMC, Guatney for Lyon. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lyons Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lyons Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Welcome back to The Zone. Did we say something stupid or wrong? Uh, it is Stevie Wonder's birthday. The Jamie Foxx movie was awesome. The Jamie Foxx movie. We played Ray Charles. Let us know by hitting us up through live fan feedback or on the text line. Now, back to the mostly correct Zone. It's uh, 10.55. We're just about out of our first hour time. We just cannot drag James away. He's working so many deals. So, so good work over there. It's, uh, he's just grinding. He's grinding. It's a Friday. I don't know if he got the memo. It's casual Friday. Apparently, he's not uh, not into it. 
Uh, the good news is they'll be back here tomorrow. So if you just, for some reason, can't get over here on your work day, you can come by Guatney Chevrolet tomorrow and uh, take advantage of the deals they've got going here with uh, financing and great vehicle selection and anything else you'd want from a dealership. Also, the service department's open on the weekends as well. So uh, we got an update from the U.S. Open West. Not good news for Dustin Johnson, I guess. Dustin Johnson, uh, I just saw his four over after two holes. And then I looked a little closer. He's four over because he just made an eight on the par four second hole. That's not good. No, I was trying to pull up the uh, shot link, uh, you know, the shot for shot, but I can't find it on the U.S. Open page. But, uh, no, here's Shotcast. Thank you. Um, so he goes from six under. To two under mm-hmm. in one hole, and actually he was seven under going into his last hole yesterday, and bogeyed it to fall to six under, par the first hole, and then he uh, had a quadruple eight on the second hole. It's not good. That's a good way to shoot yourself out of it. Uh, leaders after one round: Ricky Fowler tees off one thirty-two today. Xander Shoffley one fifty-four, um, and they are both at eight under after opening round sixty-twos, which is historic, never been done before at the U.S. Open. Wyndham Clark on the course. He is. Managing it so far, he is one under through four holes, and I guess the asterisk means he started on the back. Yes. So he is uh, right there in the thick of things. A lot of Americans. The only Ameri- or non-American in the top basically ten players is, are Rory McIlroy and Tony Finau. Oh, no, I'm not Tony Finau. Excuse me. Uh, Siwoo Kim. So see if those guys can keep it up. Yeah, Rory had the weirdest thing yesterday, for those who missed it. He was in the rough on the left. By the way, Rory's one over today uh, at the 18th hole, and just his his uh, his wedge went right out of the ball. Just fluffed it right into the air and didn't go anywhere, stayed in the rough, and then he had to come back and hit it out of there. So, I mean, I've had it happen. I, I've not seen too many pros do it, and I'm sure they practiced out of that stuff quite a bit leading up to this week because this, that was a big storyline, but... One of the few times he got himself in trouble. He had a lot of good shots. So certainly very much in contention, though, even at one over today. It was um, one of those where it happened. You could just, it was just like, <gasps> you could hear that with the crowd. I mean, it just the, the, the shock, the surprise that, that Rory would do that, you know, take this almost like a full swing and, and the ball, and then nothing happens. Yeah, he's trying to flop it out of there. Didn't work out too well. Here's the shot tracker on uh, Dustin Johnson. Um the uh, he hit it in a uh, some kind of ditch and had Jump. to pull it out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of guys who play amateur golf and just play around with their buddies are like, oh, I wasn't actually trying to hit it on that swing. I was just trying to get a good feel for it, boys. So, but Rory, obviously, man of character and integrity, took his stroke and managed bogey. Yeah, that's tough for for Dustin. Golly, that's brutal. A three-putt. That's what killed him. I mean, hitting hitting in the jump, dropping, and then a bad approach, three-putt. That's how you get an eight. Oh, I've done it. (laughs) I know know a lot of ways to do it, for sure. There's no question. All right. We're going to be back here in the second hour. Tom Murphy coming up. Red White Report briefly as well. And James hey guys, Miller Dr. Grant Dennis here with Everbowl. We believe the key to life is motion, and the key to motion is food. Well, superfood to be more precise, made by nature. It's loaded with stuff that tastes amazing and is actually good for you. That's why at Everbowl, we created a menu of tasty bowls filled with good-for-you stuff that has been around forever. Pattaya, acai, matcha, cacao, and more. You can choose from a selection of local favorites, or you can go crazy with our customizable whatever bowl to create your own healthy, good 